Hi friends. So I wanted to start this episode with a little bit of housekeeping because we are smack dab in the middle of the holiday season. This makes me so excited. I am obsessed with this time of year. My husband has been kind of a grouch about it because he's not ready for winter to be here and I'm kind of like, no, bring on the snow and the pumpkin pies and the family time and the Gilmore Girls marathons. Like I'm here for it. I am here for it. Um, But that also means that schedules change a little bit in the winter and specifically around the holidays. So if you're listening in real time, this episode is going live on November 19th. There will be no new episode next week, November 26th. Um, in observation of Thanksgiving Day. I don't know about you guys, but I don't listen to as many podcasts when I'm home with my family, and I want you guys to be able to unplug and not think about your businesses for a while and just be with your fam. So take that time to just kind of relax. The same thing will happen in December. There will be no new podcast on December 24th or December 31st in observation of Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. So again, enjoy some time with your family. Just kind of take some time away from your business. I know it's hard to do. I'm actually launching some fun new things around the holidays, and so I'm trying to take my advice just as much as anyone, but it really is such an awesome time to just slow down a little bit, and I think that after a really busy fall, that's one of the reasons why I love it so much. So Take the time and just kind of be for a while and I will see you guys back here in January when our schedule is a little bit more normal. So until then, I won't see you next week, but I will be back on December 3rd. You're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. I've never really understood life coaching, the profession of life coaching. The only really experience that I had had with life coaching was my mother joking that she was a life coach because people just kind of flocked to her for life's questions. And then I met Carol and just in the first few minutes of meeting her, it was so obvious that she, of course she was a life coach. Of course she was. There's just this presence about her and the way that she speaks that exudes this peace and this calm, but also so much fun and so much just amazing energy. She's someone that I've really leaned on in the past year and she always makes me feel good and makes me feel better. And that's exactly what you want in a life coach, right? I am so excited today to introduce you to my friend, Carol Elizabeth, as we talk all about life coaching and what the key is to caring less about what other people think. This is something that I continue to struggle with and it's something that I know my my clients are struggling with. So often when we're talking about the next step or what comes next or what they have to do, the rebuttal is always, but what if so-and-so thinks this or what if so-and-so thinks that? And I get it. I mean, I have been there and I'm still there on a daily basis. So Carol kind of is going to help us navigate that today. And we also talk about um, how to focus more on the positive and less on the negative, even when those negative things creep in. 
and how to really use the amazing emotions that we have as women to our advantage and not to our detriment. So here is Carol Elizabeth. Carol, welcome to Take It Personally. I'm so excited to have you here today. Oh, thank you so much. I am excited to be here. I would love to start just with hearing a little bit about you. So tell everyone who you are, where you live, what do you do, all those fun things. Yeah. So I'm Carol Elizabeth Donahoe. I am living currently in Seattle, Washington with my husband, with my ridiculously energetic and time-consuming dog, my old kitty. I am a mom to the most amazing young woman on the planet, and I am also a life coach for high-achieving millennial women. Being a life coach just sounds so interesting to me, and yet it's something that I feel like I know nothing about. So to start, I would love to hear... um, First of all, like what has your path looked like? Was it did you grow up thinking like I want to be a life coach? How did you end up there? <laughs> no. It's really interesting. I think that life coaching as a career has been around for 14 or 15 years and still every day I run into people that have no idea what it is. So you are not alone. I absolutely did not know what one was until about 6 years ago. Um In my previous life, I was a fitness instructor, personal trainer for about 15 years. And I worked with women, mostly corporate women, and it just sort of happened that way. Um, And I was so intrigued because these women were so capable, so intelligent, so motivated, yet they really struggled to meet their fitness goals or if they met them, they really struggled to sustain them. And I thought there is something missing. Like there's a piece out there that I don't know about. And it occurred to me that it was like our, our self-talk because hearing these women talk, being a personal trainer is very much like being a hairdresser. You hear all the things. And I just kept hearing the same stories over and over again of how these women like they weren't saying it, but you could tell they felt unworthy and they had really, um, low, low self image, even though I looked at them and thought, Oh my gosh, like you are such an amazing woman. So I started doing a little bit of research and that's when I read about life coaching school and I true to form, like the next weekend had signed up for a certification program, not even knowing really what I was getting myself into. I thought, I'm going to go to the certification. I'm going to sit at this desk. I'm going to learn how to coach people. I'm going to take a test. I'm going to go out into my world and change these women's lives. So I show up for the first workshop. I had to drive to Vancouver, BC. And I showed up for the first workshop and I peeked in the room and there was not a desk in sight. There was no whiteboard. This was not what I thought I was going to see. There were chairs in a circle. And instantly my heart started beating out of my chest. Like, no, 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 no. (laughs) I did not sign up to sit in a circle 
and pour out my hopes, dreams, and fears and deepest, darkest secrets to a bunch of strangers. But interestingly enough, I thought, what will people think if I quit? And that was the one thing that got me to walk through that door and sit in that circle. And literally 30 minutes later, I had drank the Kool-Aid, could see how my life would change. Like suddenly it was like how I am being impacted, how I am changing, how I am transforming, which is something I had no idea. Like I honestly wouldn't have signed up had I known that it was going to be changing me. Um, and that's when I thought this is so freaking magical and so powerful. And I want every woman in the world to know what I know and to experience what I'm experiencing. So I went back into my life and basically stepped away from personal training and dove into this headfirst. Talk a little bit more. So you said you are a life coach. So say that again, you're a life coach for high achieving millennial women, high achieving millennial women. So talk a little bit about who, who that person is and, and maybe like what she struggles with and how you serve her. Yes. So that woman is late twenties, early to mid thirties. She has grown up with her path laid out in front of her. You're going to go to high school. You're going to go to college. Maybe you're going to go to grad school. You're going to get the job. You're going to have the house. Check, 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 check. She learned in order to succeed in life, you really focused on external validation. And these women check all the boxes and then they get to this place of what do I do next? And why am I not happy? I did all the things. And that is really, really challenging for everyone in general. But if you have grown up on the path that someone else laid out for you, it's really, really hard when all of a sudden it's like, where's the map? Like, I don't know what to do next. Who's going to tell me what to do next? And I resonated with that so deeply. And that's why I chose that niche to work with millennial women. Because when I went to coaching school and saw how impactful it was, I just kept having this thought of like, had I only known this when I was in that stage in my life, my life would look so incredibly different. And I became very passionate about serving these women. And what we work on 99% of the time is how to manage their fear so they can really show up fully in the world and accomplish everything they want to accomplish. It's such an amazing time to be a woman right now, right? Like people are starting to recognize that we are capable, we are powerful. And we have to show up. People are looking at us to show up. We want to show up and we really need to step into all of that power. And no one has taught us how. So is that one of the recurring themes that you kind of find your clients are struggling with is that fear to show up? Yes. Um, really afraid to show up fully and share their gifts with the world confidence, self-trust, 
These are all really big reoccurring themes. How do you manage something like that? Because that that fear is so real when you're in it. Yes, it is all consuming when you are in it. So the first step is really awareness and knowing that what you're experiencing, A, is okay and totally normal. There's nothing wrong with you if you feel afraid, if you are concerned with what other people are thinking, like that is a human experience. And just knowing that I think is a really good place to start. Okay, I'm okay. There's nothing wrong with me. This doesn't mean that I'm not worthy, that I'm not smart, that I'm not capable. It means that I'm human. That still doesn't take away the feelings. And honestly, that is not my goal to teach people how to stop feeling fear, how to stop being concerned with what people think, because that's an unachievable goal. Um, It's more about how to manage your thoughts when you're in those moments. And that is the answer is realizing that you can manage those thoughts. They are just things that you are thinking in your mind and that you have the power and control to change those thoughts so you can continue to move forward. So the magic isn't in not caring. It's in learning how to manage our emotions and how we care. A hundred percent. So walk me through the steps, like walk me through how I can start, how I can stop caring so much about what other people think and having that just like overwhelm my brain. Yeah, of course. So the first thing to know is no one is going to be as committed to your dreams and your goals as you are. There will never be another human, not your husband, not your kids, not your parents. They will never be as excited about your dreams as you are because they're not emotionally invested in the same way you are. So to be able to let go of that expectation or that hope that someone else is going to be like, yes, hundred percent, I'm on board with what you're doing. So letting go and knowing that they just can't get there can be so incredibly helpful. I love that because I hear from so many people that they're just completely torn up about the fact that like their husband isn't supportive, their wife isn't supportive, their best friend, their mom is not supportive. And and that's a really good point that they're never going to be on the same playing field that you are. They just – they don't have the emotional involvement that you do. That's a really good point. Yep. They just can't be there. And for as much as we feel afraid – to step out of the box, to do something big, to do something we've never done before. Our loved ones are concerned for us because the future is uncertain, right? They want us to be safe. They want us to be happy and not knowing what it looks like to take that step, to take that leap. Yeah, they're going to be scared for us. They're going to be concerned. And some people just don't articulate that very well. And it comes across as, I don't believe in you. I don't think you can do this. And it's just their fear showing up. Totally. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, So once you, you know, contextualize that, it is powerful, but it's not the key, right? It's not going to make everything magically go away. I think the next thought is, why is it so important 
to me that other people approve of me or why do I matter or why do I, why does it matter so much what other people think? And knowing that it feels good to have people's support. And of course we want that, right? It feels good for you to have people send you messages saying that your podcast is amazing and that it's changing lives. It feels good to me to have women write me and say, oh my gosh, this tool you shared with me was amazing. But what we need to realize is that doesn't make us more worthy as humans. It just means our why, why we're stepping up, why we're doing what we're doing is impacting lives. It's working. It does not make us more worthy. It doesn't make us less worthy if someone says, I don't like what you're putting out. Your message doesn't resonate with me, right? You are inherently worthy because you are a human. Other people's thoughts are not going to change that. So I'm, I'm going a little off book here, but I am curious and yeah, I'm, I'm curious what you have to say. So I, and I think this is just a very human thing, but something that I do a lot is I will get, you know, a dozen messages in a day that are positive and glowing and sweet and like just light me up. And then I'll, I'll get one message that is negative and crappy and just makes me feel terrible and it will throw off my entire day, even if I've gotten all of these positive messages beforehand. Do you have any advice for dealing with that? Because I know in my head that's ridiculous. Like, look at all this positivity and you're focused on the negative. But gosh, I struggle with that. So that is another thing that we are just hardwired to do. As humans, we are hardwired to avoid pain, to look for pain and to look for danger. Because, you know, millions of years ago, we needed to do that to survive. We don't need that that to survive anymore. So that kind of thing feels dangerous to our minds. That is our new saber-toothed tiger, is the negative comment. Um, And yeah, like nobody likes to hear that. Nobody likes to feel that way. But remembering that it does not change your worth, nor nor does the positive things. Mm, Yeah, that's true. Right? So a negative thing doesn't change who we are. A positive thing doesn't change who we are. They're just gifts that people are handing us. And you can choose to accept the gift and say, thank you very much. It's like, imagine that you have a house and I'm showing up to a housewarming party and I am bringing you this beautiful piece of art. Yes, thank you very much. I love this. It's amazing. I'm going to hang it on my wall, but it's not changing the value of your house. Mm-hmm. It's making it look nice. I show up to the party and I give you the most god awful statue that you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> right? That also isn't changing the value of your house. And you choose if you're going to display that and look at it every day or not. It's just a thing. It's just a thing. Mm -hmm. The beautiful painting is just a thing. The ugly statue is just a thing. Mm -hmm. So you're going to read that comment. You're going to feel the sting and know that that's okay. I think for us as women, we struggle the most with, I'm not supposed to be feeling this way. I'm not supposed to let this bother me. I don't want to feel bad. 
And my question is, why not? Like, what is really wrong with having that negative emotion in that moment? I love that your advice centers around like identifying your emotions and in a lot of ways, in in a lot of ways, embracing them. Because I do think that as women, you know, we get these like mixed messages from society that as women, our emotions are what make us weaker and not as worthy. But I think that women have incredible emotional intuition and just ways to use emotion that maybe maybe men don't have, others don't have. And so I love the idea of like bringing more awareness to that and understanding that like, no, these emotions are fine. They're human emotions, but what can, how can we manage them? Yes. And I think you're a hundred percent right that we do have more intuition that we're not using, recognizing, tapping into because we are so numbed to all of that. Like we don't want to feel this. We only want to feel this. I'm talking about like this being the negative spectrum, what we're deeming to be negative, disappointments, failure, anger, sadness. We avoid that in order to spend more time in happiness, joy, excitement. But the interesting thing is when we're turning off the negative emotions, we are turning off our ability to fully experience the positive emotions. Oh, Carol. (laughs) I feel very targeted right now. (laughs) Not a personal attack. I am 100% sure that every woman listening to this probably feels the same way. And that's, we don't know that, right? We think our goal is to feel happy and excited and on fire all the time. Like that's what we're striving for. But imagine if you did feel happy every day, all the time, like a, there'd be a lot of times when that was straight up inappropriate and B, if that's your baseline, like what's it really going to take? to bring that level of happiness up to a point where you can experience it. So having the contrast, I think that's our goal is to be able to sit with the discomfort of getting a negative comments so that we can fully enjoy the positive comments. When you put it like that, it makes it a lot more um, almost nice. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like you would almost look look forward to the negativity because it's like, okay, this is making me better for when I experience yes. that good thing. It's going to be amazing. Yes. So I'm going to say something that might be another mind blowing moment. I love it. When you avoid discomfort, you're also avoiding success. I completely, yes, you're right. That is a mind blowing moment. And and I totally resonate with it. Like 100%. For me, it's still not fun. It still doesn't feel good, right? To experience things that feel disappointing or feel like failure. But I just remind myself that this is a part of my journey. And in order for me to show up fully and have the impact in the world that I want to have, this is a part of the part of the ride. 
Yeah, it's so true. There have been so many times in in my well, not just my business, in life too, where avoiding the thing that's going to make me uncomfortable is also avoiding the thing that will allow me to to grow and to get better and to be more successful. But because it on paper, you know, or at first glance, it just doesn't it doesn't look fun. It doesn't look comfortable. So I just avoid it like the plague. Absolutely. And that is where I got out of coaching school and I looked back on who I was in my late 20s, early 30s. Uh, I had my daughter when I was 29 and I spent several years as a single mom where it was just she and I. And I look back at the decisions that I made to stay safe and to stay comfortable and to feel or not feel scared, disappointed, you know, the negative, the negative emotions. And my life was so small. And as a result, my daughter's life was so small. And I think had I had a mentor that said to me, like, these feelings are not only okay, but they're a part of the journey and you can do what you need to do anyway. It would have changed so much in my life. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think a lot of time that's what we need is just that person to kind of come alongside us who's maybe been there before or understands the feelings that we're having to be able to say like, this is normal. It sucks, but it's normal and you'll be okay. Yeah. So if I can bring it back around to, you know, how to care less about what people think. Yes. So we (laughs) talked about the first step is that awareness and being aware that like these are normal feelings. The second step is understanding that it doesn't affect your worth. It's funny now that you're saying that and I'm like, are they really steps? I guess they're really steps. (laughs) They can do whatever we want them to be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And this really goes into the awareness piece, but knowing that we really care what other people think about us and we want other people to approve of us because A, we don't want them to have negative emotions we don't want to have negative emotions as a result of what they're thinking and feeling. And so it just ties into that. Why not? Like there's really nothing wrong with feeling these negative emotions and the better we get at feeling these and experiencing these, the better we get. I think that that's a really good point that you bring up about not wanting others to experience negative emotions. And I I think I've maybe heard you mention this before, like that was something I never really thought about before. And then looking back, like there are so many times in my life where I'm not even necessarily protecting myself from the negative emotions. I'm protecting other people. That's not my job. Yes, it is not your job. Your job is to deliver your message or speak your truth very kindly. And when you do that, that is success. What that person does with that information, how they receive it, the thoughts that they create about it, it's just thoughts. That's not our business because we can't control it. And half the time or more, we're assuming what they're thinking. Oh my gosh, yes. Yes. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've thought, I don't want to show up online and say this thing or post this picture 
because what is my mother-in-law going to think? Oh, yeah. 100%. There are there are people in my life who I love and who I who I value their opinions and and it's them who come into my brain when I'm like no I shouldn't post that. She would think yeah. that that's weird. <laughs> yeah. And it's like first of all my mother-in-law probably isn't going to see the post. Right. Second of all, she's who knows what she's going to think, but I'm already assuming she's going to think something negative. And I have no business doing that. And can you imagine if you did none of that and you took all that energy into your why, your purpose in living your oh life, what would happen? It honestly kind of makes me angry to even think about it because I'm yeah. like, that's so much more time that I could spend doing stuff that like fulfills me and matters, you know? Yeah, I get that. And I'm a person too, like when you hear people say, no regrets, I have no regrets. I'm like, Mm -mm. I got a ton of regrets. Like there are so many things I wish I would have done differently, but I'm really working to handle that and give myself grace. Like I just didn't know. And now I know, and now I will do it differently. I will Mm -hmm. do better. So that's where the grace piece really comes in because you can get to this place of feeling angry of how much time you're wasting, but There's so much freedom in realizing that and being able to notice that the next time it's happening and then the next time, and then pretty soon you're noticing before it's happening and then you're able to have it not happen. One of the things that has really helped me navigate this, caring so much what other people think, is very practically just remembering that those people, while they have opinions and they're entitled, they're entitled to those opinions, they, A, they don't know my full story. They don't know my why. They can't, you know, and they're not paying my bills. Like when it comes straight down to it, they're not, they're not paying my bills. Their thoughts are not paying my bills. And so I have to just keep showing up in whatever capacity I'm supposed to and trust that the right people will hear that message and the wrong people will fall away. Yeah, absolutely. And here's an interesting thing that we've all heard, and it is so very true, that the more you're living into your purpose, the more you are serving your why, the more people are going to have opinions about you. That's so, yeah, you're right. And that is so hard for me to hear. Like, I hate that. (laughs) I don't like it. Okay, so the alternative is you stay in your house and you don't take a step that might make someone disappointed. And then who's disappointed? You are. Mm-hmm. And potentially all those people who I could have helped or connected with don't get Absolutely. that. Absolutely. This is a super life coachy question to take me. I'm ready. (laughs) Um, But it's really, really powerful. So, and I run this by myself all the time. When you are your 80 year old self, will you look back and say, thank goodness I didn't post that post on Instagram and run the risk of disappointing my mother-in-law 
never, never will you sit in your rocking chair with your martini when you're 80 and think, I am so glad I didn't do those things. Personally, I want to sit in that rocking chair when I'm 80 and look back and say, that was scary as all get out, but I did it. And look what happens. Look at the lives that I changed as a result. It was hard, but I showed up and I did it. That's the 80-year-old I want to be. Yeah. I agree. Carol, you always have the best advice. It's almost like you're a life coach or something. (laughs) I should be a life coach. You should be. (laughs) Is there anything else that you want people to know or to leave people with when it comes to this topic? I would love for everyone to be able to put this reframe to it. And when people are not supportive in the way that we want them to be, it just means that we are showing up in a way that will serve the people that need to see us. I love that because again, it kind of it turns it on it turns it on its head a little bit and makes it positive. So when this negative thing happens, the positive is right around the corner, or the positive is right alongside it. Absolutely. And as a photographer, you know this. Like you've got something in your frame, and it is not the most desirable thing that you're looking at. You know, you can step two steps to the right, and you can shift and turn a little bit. And you can capture a shot that's absolutely gorgeous. And it's the same place, right? You just changed your perspective. Mm -hmm. And if we can do that in these situations and take this, this negative thing is happening. I'm not going to run away from it, but I'm just going to turn a little bit. And I'm going to see the positive that's right on the other side of it. That's so incredibly powerful. And the last thing I would love to leave with everyone is just we spend so much time and energy running away from the negative emotions and letting those negative emotions keep us from being fully who we are. But those negative emotions make us who we fully are. The end. I could go on for hours. I know you could. It's brilliant. You're brilliant. So Carol, I want to know, what is getting you excited right now? What's kind of going on? Oh my goodness. I am so excited about so many things. Thank you for asking. So I'm doing a lot more speaking, which lights me up like crazy. I love to get women in a room and empower them in this way. Um, I've got some fantastic free video trainings coming up in the next month that I cannot wait to release into the world. So those are two things that are fairly new to me that I'm just on fire about. That's amazing. And where can everyone find you? I know they're going to leave this podcast wanting more Carol. I always want more Carol. So where can we find you? (laughs) There is so much more Carol out there. (laughs) You can find me on Instagram at Carol Elizabeth Coaching. You can find me on my website, which is carolelizabeth.me. Those are the two places where I spend the most time. 
Awesome. Carol, thank you so much for being here today. It's always a pleasure. You have so much to give and I'm just so thankful for you in my life. Oh, Maddie, you're welcome. It was amazing and I feel the same about you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Take It Personally. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share it on social media. And if you've got a second, head over to iTunes and leave us a rating or a review. I know it takes a minute out of your day, but it is a huge help in helping us climb the ranks on iTunes and get this podcast in front of even more people. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I'll see you next time.